2: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. All right, so I took a couple of days off, kind of forced days off. I was having fun, man. Uh, I was having some oral surgery done and uh, getting a tooth yanked out of my mouth and Getting some other stuff done in there. I brush and brush and things still pop up. But anyway, enough about dentistry. Let's get into the music. We are now into the top 20 albums of the year 2020. Thank you for coming along on this ride with me. We did two odds and ends episodes and we started at number 40 for the albums of 2020. We're into the upper echelon right here. You know, the starting at this number 20. These are pretty much albums I have to wholeheartedly recommend that you own. All of these albums are the one that kept me especially sane, at least musically, during the horrible garbage year that was 2020. So let's start off here with number 20, and it's from one of the more consistent bands of the last 35 years or something like that, Uh, you know, and, and not even one of my favorite bands of all time, but every time I listen to them, I always am like, why don't I listen to this band more? They've been super consistent throughout most of my lifetime and every time i do one of these countdowns if they have an album on the list then they're going to do pretty well they even showed up in the 90 from 90 series if you listen to that and i'm talking about testament they put out their new effort their 13th studio album on april 3rd of 2020 an album called titans of creation co-produced by the singer chuck billy guitar player eric peterson and juan ortega and you know speaking of eric peterson i gotta say yeah, a lot of people don't know this because you know chuck billy and alex skolnick are like the kind of upfront guys the most popular guys in the band but eric peterson is the only original member left in that band so there's a little fun fact for you and i gotta say you know their slightly younger newer rhythm section of steve de giorgio and gene hoagland those guys are insanely good so they've got a really strong lineup currently going right now and that's why testament's been putting out some of the best albums of their whole career in my opinion this new one's no exception and I figured since it's the first song in the episode, let's start off with the kickoff track from Titans of Creation. This is Children of the Next Level. Turn it up. Children! Testament right there with Children of the Next Level kicking off our top 20 here for Rock Strikes 10. This is the official list. This is the best rock albums of all types of rock and roll of the entire year of 2020. I stand by this list. Moving over here to number 19 uh, is a band that uh, I really enjoyed their last two albums a lot. This one was pretty good. Definitely kind of went down a little bit in quality, but you know, still enjoyable. There's a lot of filler on this record, but I I enjoy the filler because it's like, you know, a handful of cover songs and redos and things such as that, but, you know, the original stuff on here, I, I really dig a lot, and a band that's definitely more of the time than when they initially came out, which is sad but true, but yeah, I'm a big Body Count fan, so I'm definitely a homer for them. And they put out their third album in this comeback run, you know, getting signed by Sumerian Records. And I've been buying a handful of records off of Sumerian over the last few years. So I'm glad they're doing what they're doing, even if I don't love all the bands on their roster. But yeah, I like when labels are active and you can tell that they're fans and and stuff like that. But anyway, getting back to Carnivore, the latest album by Body Count. This one, I had to play this one to represent the album on principle, if anything else. But it's a strong track and my favorite one lyrically for sure uh because you know the one of the heart i mean we lost a good amount of people some massive mega talents here uh in the year 2020 and you know who they are uh one that i'm glad got a decent amount of press more than i expected cuz you know you can never tell especially when you feel like certain artists are contained to regional areas and i thought one of the brightest spots for heavy metal over the last decade was a band from my neck of the woods over here in Dallas and that was power trip. Uh, I say was, I honestly hope that they're going to, you know, remain together as a group and do something, maybe hopefully pull an ACDC off. But yeah, they lost their lead singer Riley Gale in 2020, which is a damn shame. And from what I can tell, and it's one of those things you hear about, like a true testament to how you are as a person is when you die and you see what people say. Now you're going to see a lot of blanket statements about missing somebody and we lost somebody you know and it's really hard and stuff whenever someone passes away but you can see it if you go look up riley gale uh you can see the legacy that he'll leave behind not just great music because he was great and he was a great front man but just things like uh how cool he was socially and just he had it together he truly got it and no further proof go look up riley gale building and you'll see what he did just in his community uh, that all being said, uh, having a voice on the latest Body Count record, uh, I'm glad that even probably turned them on to even more fans. So, yeah, go blast all the Power Trip catalog and blast this one as well. This one's for Riley. Throw him up for Body Count. We love Body Count. So, here you go. The number 19 record, Carnivore, from that album. This is Body Count featuring the late, great Riley Gale. And this is Point the Finger. <laughs>
1: Inverse and ask questions Slash To be yours Deal gone bad. bad The fucking badge is the biggest game We've ever had Wrong police, Wrong time Dealer dead, no drugs, no People and kids gotta get killed by these police, man And then it's always the victim's fault Some fucking bullshit
2: Body Count featuring Riley Gale on co-lead vocals right there with Point the Finger from their album Carnivore. That album came out on March 6th of 2020. It was produced by Will Putney. Damn shame, I'm sure Body Count was about to go on a big tour. They literally put their album out one week before the COVID lockdown. Anyway, all right, moving on here to number 18, a band that has done extremely well over the last decade on all of these countdown shows, when we wrap up the year or even the decade, they definitely had a big representation there on the top 100 albums as well. I also give them a little bit of a pass because they've been extremely prolific over the last few years. They are pretty much putting out an album a year and with the kind of music they do, it can't be that easy to write and lay down. So uh, you know I'm a big fan of the Night Flight Orchestra if you're a longtime friend of the show and I appreciate those who reached out to me personally and said that, you know, I got them into Night Flight Orchestra. I take a lot of credit for this band. I love them. And this new one here, Aromantic, even though it's my least favorite of their five albums, it's still super listenable. Uh, This being the lowest album in their catalog, in my opinion, they're still better than most bands on the planet, so... You gotta give them a pass just for that reason. So, yeah, I, I still enjoy this album. It just didn't grab me instantly as much as the other ones did. It could be a grower over the years. I don't know. I the, Musically, it's almost there. It's just that all the choruses, either they, you know, I just didn't, you know, get into them as much. I wasn't singing by the end of it like I did on the other albums. They just could be a victim of oversaturation and, and slight burnout. I, I don't know, but you know, once again, it's still not a bad record at all. And so, yeah, I, I know I'm, I feel like I'm apologizing for putting them on the countdown, but this is a pretty legit entry for this album, for sure, as far as how it's scored on the song by song point system here. So coming in at number 18, this is the Night Flight Orchestra from the album Aromantic. And this is my current favorite on the album. It actually comes in right at the very end. It's the last song on the record, but I really dig this one. It's got that separate ways feel and vibe that I like so much. So here you go, this is, and we're definitely in it right now, this is Dead of Winter. orchestra coming in right there number 18 with their album aromantic that was dead of winter hope you enjoyed that i I really like that song a lot actually when i hear a song like that kind of separated from the album it makes me think that i wasn't fair to the record so i'll go revisit it again we'll see And, and you all do the same thing definitely check out their albums in order if you've never gone down their rabbit hole so all right coming in at number 18 this band right here another band that makes me just say what year is this but I will say they've been really good over most of their career out of like their, this is their seventh studio album. I like six out of seven really well. Uh, Talking about the Suicide Machines, they put out their latest album on March 27th of 2020. I haven't played a whole lot of Suicide Machines on my show a handful of times, but this is a really good band. Uh, One of the great examples of modern punk rock for sure. If you're also into political punk, this is one of your bands for sure, especially if you're on the right side of history, unless you're You know a conservative punk which that's just uh that is a contradiction in terms if i ever heard one but uh, yeah they put out their album here revolution spring and it's definitely of the times as i like to say and a lot of people like to say so yeah i you know i didn't even realize this album came out until just a few weeks ago but i do have a pretty good excuse because when the album was released officially i was in the hospital so (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely get a pass, I think, so. But I'm definitely glad that I found this album before I did my best of this year, because coming in really strong here at number 17, this is The Suicide Machines with Babylon of Ours. Check it out. Killer stuff right there from the band Suicide Machines. That was Babylon of Ours from their latest album, Revolution Spring. Man, I've been listening to that band for over 20 years. That's insane to think about. You may have heard me reference what I like to call the PlayStation bands of my personal history. And that was one of them for sure, playing PlayStation 1 with my C&J radio partner, Chris, my best friend. Uh, When I hear the Suicide Machines, I instantly think of doing that. And another band that I was kind of doing that quite a bit with. Uh, around the same exact time as this next band, another band I, that made me go, "What year is this?" Now, this is a band. I I, I got to be honest. I kind of gave up on this band, or actually, kind of, I did give up on this band after their second record. I thought their first two records were really strong, and I don't know if just my taste changed. That's also possible. But I feel like their albums just kind of started to fall off, you know, as far as quality goes. But when I hear this album, and I, I just gave it a full chance. Makes me think that maybe i missed out on some stuff so let's just say anybody listening out there if you're a big fan of this band and you love the first two records of this band like i do send me a email send me a pm whatever you want to call it and let me know if there's any particular records that i i should spend some time with that i didn't give a chance to prior but i gotta say seven dust had one of the big comebacks of the year for me right here personally with their latest album blood and stone i believe it's their 13th album so i got a lot to go through if they've been putting out good records I I don't know like I said let me know but this album came out on October 23rd of 2020 produced by Michael Baskett and I just really dig it yeah it sounds modern as hell but man I just really like the arrangements on here I think it's good heavy metal or hard rock or whatever you want to call it it's not new metal they're better than that they're better than belonging in the new metal category like I I give them the get out of new metal pass card along with system of a down and people like that you know people that don't deserve that stupid tag uh, but yeah, and Lejon Witherspoon is just one of the great singers of the last couple of decades. That guy is super amazing. So yeah, he's a next level guy. And I was really tempted, speaking of great singers, I was really tempted to play their version of Soundgarden's The Day I Tried to Live, which was kind of the launch single for this album. And I definitely recommend you checking that out. But I'll play an original off the record just to, you know, make him look a little more bitchin'. So here you go. From Blood and Stone, this is Seven Dust and the song Love. I did not expect to show up even remotely in the top 40 at the beginning of 2020, much less in the top 20. Wowza. But there you go. Seven Dust with Love from the album Blood and Stone. I like it. So next one here is a band that the first time I heard this band actually was on the Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions featuring Randy Brown, A True Alternative. This is a band that's on Relapse Records, and when he played them, I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I'm going to check this band out, and I'm glad I did. Uh, Their first album was called Guilty of Everything, and then they put out their second album just a little under five years ago in 2016. The album was called Tired of Tomorrow, and it was absolutely one of my favorite albums that year, if not my favorite, and it did really, really well on the top 100 albums of the decade list. So that all being said, their follow-up album didn't really do a whole lot for me. And it could have been great, but this is where I kind of turn into a production nerd, and I feel like I'm justified here because I give a lot of leeway to a lot of newer albums because, you know, there's brick walling and stuff like that. But this one, I just don't think there's any kind of excuse for me not being able to hear what the singer is saying. And after their second album, they started to do that on their third album. And it just bummed me out because I almost felt like they did it to kind of rebel against any kind of, you know, possible potential mainstream acceptance they could possibly have because these guys definitely look and act like they don't give a shit about any kind of mainstream appeal or any kind of crossover and that's their prerogative I can dig it you know go the Fugazi route that's cool but man I just think it's come at the expense of the way their albums sound and it's very unfortunate maybe it's a money thing I don't know maybe I'm just completely dead wrong here on my theory and Not that they're doing it all that much different on their latest album, but I did like their latest album better overall. Let's get to the band name. I do this. Sorry. Talking about a band called Nothing. They're from Philadelphia, and yes, they are just called Nothing. Uh, If you're a fan of Hum and bands like that that uh, get put in the shoegaze category, but they're actually just really heavy and pretty much just a metal band, then you should definitely check this band out. Like I said, definitely check out Tired of Tomorrow, but I am a decent fan of the great Dismal album here from 2020. And even though the production is still not great, and you still can't hear the singer all that well, I, I, I did like the album, but it definitely kept itself out of the top 10 because of the fact that you can barely hear the singer. Am I wrong? Let me know. Uh, but until then, here's a really cool song off of the record. This was a big standout for me. This one is called Just a Story. it at number 15 right there that was nothing from the great dismal album and the song just a story i mean musically instrumentally they sound like gods on that record i mean i love the way that the music sounds on their records their last two records like i said but yeah just turn the vocals up a little bit dude like match what you have there musically anyway all right i'll get off of that moving on an artist that always has really stellar production for sure never a lack of production is Marilyn Manson. And Manson went an especially interesting route here with the production on his latest album, We Are Chaos, which came out on September 11th of 2020. Every time I say that date, it's so weird. Okay, anyway, and that's probably on purpose, it being Manson and all. But yeah, here. so Manson is a guy that a lot of people don't realize how much he collaborates with people, whether it be a band member or a producer like Trent Reznor back in the day, or later on with Tim Skold on his middle era stuff, which I really dig, like the stuff he did with Tim Skold, Eat Me, Drink Me, and The High End of Low. I really like those records, and you should check them out. But right here on his 11th album, turning an interesting corner and collaborating, co-writing, and working in the studio with Shooter Jennings, who, yeah, we we know Shooter to be a rock guy for sure at heart, uh, but he is a country artist. So it's really neat to see this happen. And and not that this is Marilyn Manson goes country, but it's like Marilyn Manson goes, you know, he Americana goth. Let's go with that. Sure, why not? If I'm going to make labels here and, you know, you hear elements of shooter stuff in the music, but of course it never loses that Marilyn Manson sound and edge that we all know and love now. And I liked we are chaos I really dug a lot of Heaven Upside Down. I didn't like the two albums prior to that, but I think he's on a pretty decent roll right now. So I'm interested to see what he does next. We'll see if he still hangs out with Shooter. I'd be fine with that, honestly, if they want to do another one. Why not? So here you go. From the 14th best album of the year, We Are Chaos, this is Marilyn Manson with Paint You With My Love. A little bit of a ballad here. Check it out.
1: But a death dream yeah. It's not a life sentence But
2: Some amazing stuff right there, in my opinion, from Marilyn Manson off of the We Are Chaos record. Doing a ballad. Like I said, once again, I love when he does ballads and he's done ballads before, if you haven't been paying attention. One of his best songs ever, if not his best song, was Speed of Pain from Mechanical Animals. I love that song. And you know, like Coma White is also a ballad for sure. You know, it's hard to say ballad and Marilyn Manson in the same sentence, but it's absolutely true. So dig it. Go check out We Are Chaos if you missed out on it. Here's one that I just lucked into dialing through Sirius, and it was one of those things I was like, you know, sometimes the feed goes weird and it doesn't say the right band name every now and then, and I was like, oh, you know, this is a new Mastodon song, and, you know, I was a quarter right, but apparently I was listening to one of the new songs by Killer Be Killed. That's K-I-L-L-E-R, so Killer Be Killed, little play on words there. And, uh, you know, this is half me wikiing it and the other half not, but... Uh, come to find out that they are a metal supergroup, in quotes. And, like, everybody kind of sings on it, with the exception of the drummer. So I think that's really cool. So it's Greg Pucciato from Dillinger Escape Plan, Max Cavalera, the great Max Cavalera from Sepultura and uh, Soulfly and Cavalera Conspiracy, and Troy Sanders, who's the bass player and co-lead vocalist for Mastodon. And it says here the drummer is Ben Kohler from Converge. So I, I don't know much about Converge, but, you know, plays good on the record, of course. Uh, but yeah, Killer Be Killed. Apparently they're on their second record here. They had a self-titled out about six, seven years ago. And then here towards the end of the year, on November 20th of 2020, they put out their sophomore album called Reluctant Hero. And apparently this is another one of those albums that probably wouldn't have happened if not for the pandemic. So something positive came out of something terribly negative. And if you're a metal guy, this is one of your top albums of the year for sure. You know, as far as the metal representation I have here on the Rock Strikes 10 Top 40, this makes it in the top five as far as metal records go, for sure. Go check this record out. A big year for Mastodon fans, even though we didn't get a proper Mastodon studio album. We got the Medium Rarities Collection, and we got this. And there's a new Gone Is Gone record on the way. So great time to be a fan of Mastodon once again. And, you know, I'm glad to see Max Cavalera making records that I want to listen to again. I, I just haven't been a big fan of most of his things post roots so yeah and if if i missed out on something on the cavalier conspiracy albums let me know i didn't like soulfly very much anyway that all being said this is just one of those albums you just put on you turn it the fuck up it's metal not much to think about here so yeah from reluctant hero this is killer be killed and a song you could definitely see a band playing on the top of a mountain while apocalyptic storms are going on And that's why I chose this song. So, here you go. This is From a Crowded Wound. from A Crowded Wound by Killer Be Killed from their second album, Reluctant Hero, a top five metal record for 2020, that's for sure. Go check it out if you are so inclined. This next album right here, coming in at number 12, we're going to do something completely different, like we tend to do sometimes here on Rock Strikes 10, especially when it comes to countdowns and, and all my other weird lists. But this one right here, I uh, I did mention this band's previous album I was reluctant to listen to it, even though I did hear the new singer perform their older material, and I was like, man, that's good. I'm going to have to give them a chance, and I really wanted to not like the current lineup for this band. I know that sounds extremely negative, but Stone Temple Pilots, you know, with the death of Scott Weiland, of course, and not that he was actually officially in Stone Temple Pilots anymore at the time of his death, but they went and got a singer named Jeff Gutt, and he came from like a game show or something like that, one of those stupid singing shows. And I was like, fuck them for doing that. But man, when I finally heard that self-titled album from a few years ago, I was like, man, that guy's good. And, you know, I, I listened to the serious concert from, uh, I think it was at the Roxy or one of those places in Los Angeles, some small club where they kind of debuted him as a singer. And I was like, I'm going to give him till interstate love song. If he can't do interstate love song, then I have no time for him. And it was good, man. I was like, oh. So my resistance was over. Finally listened to that self-titled album and I really dug it. I went on record on this show saying how much I liked it. And they put out this follow-up here with them. And I gotta say, this is probably one of the ballsiest records and ballsiest moves I've seen a classic band do in a long time. So this album is called Perdita. Came out on February 7th of 2020. That all being said, the fact that this album was written, recorded, and done before the pandemic happened It sounds like an album that was recorded specifically for you to have during the pandemic. It's so weird. But, man, I just keep coming back to this record. I wish I'd have started listening to it a lot earlier in the year, but I just now got hip to it over the last few months. But you should get this record. Full disclaimer, it is a soft rock, mellow-ass acoustic record. There is no electric guitar on this. Nothing that screams classic Rock radio, stone tipple pilot stuff. It's more like, man, if you were a fan of like Atlanta from number four, or you know, like Adhesive from Tiny Music, like that kind of stuff, like the really good songs. So, yeah, this is a really damn good record. I'm really surprised it didn't make the top ten between everything really on this particular episode and the one I got coming up here at the end. This is just proof positive as to how strong my top ten is going to be, in my opinion. So, go get this record, Perdita by Stone Temple Pilots. I could have picked most any song to represent this album because it all kind of has a great consistent flow to it. But here you go. This is the title track. This is Perdita. too good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Perdita from the new Stone Temple Pilots album of the same name. Big ups to the DeLeo brothers and Eric Kretz and the guys and and Jeff Gutt, who I think, honestly, will go down. It'll take a long time, but I think he'll go down as one of the great replacement singers of all time. If he stays on this course, for sure. Tasteful, honestly, because, yeah, he does sound like Wyland, But with a band like this, I think you have to it's not like Rainbow or anything like that. It just, I don't think it would work that way. You got to get a guy that kind of sounds like him. Thankfully, he looks nothing like him. So it's not this weird thing like Journey. (laughs) But uh, yeah, man, Jeff Gutt, he's got the goods. So I will continue to monitor Stone Temple Pilots in hopes that they keep putting out interesting stuff. These last two albums are so cool and so unique that I kind of almost hope that they do a run where they do like two nights in a row in the same city. Like, they perform like a bunch of new material, like in a club or a small theater. And then they come and do the the big show with all the hits and stuff the next night. I would go to both of those shows for sure. All right. We're going to finish off the show here with entry number 11, of course, before we get to the top 10, another band I'm surprised didn't make the top 10 because they had a super strong album. I see this on a lot of top lists for the year and I'm right there with you, man. And just a bit below their previous studio album. I loved their previous studio album. So this one had a lot to live up to, but I think it did pretty good on delivering the goods right here. So the latest Armored Saint record called Punching the Sky, I think it's like their eighth or ninth studio album, something like that. Uh, But yeah, man, John Bush still bringing it. Still one of the great voices of metal, in my opinion, and Armored Saint, just a strong band. Another band that kind of gets taken for granted along with like Testament and stuff like that, Overkill. But yeah, "Punch in the Sky" is a strong record, and I think you should get it. Another top five metal album of the year for sure. So, not much else to say. This one does have a fun music video attached to it, so go check it out if you are so inclined. If you're a video guy like I am, uh, so here you go from their latest album, "Punching the Sky." This is Armored Saint with "Missile to Gun." <laughs> closing off the show here today that was armored saint with the song missile to gun from the latest album punching the sky our number 11 album of 2020 which can only be one thing our show is over for today but i will be back tomorrow with the big granddaddy of them all the ones you've been waiting for the top 10 albums of the year 2020 you're going to hear some great music from an otherwise abysmally horrible year so tune in why don't you till then stay tuned for my better half Nola the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Noah.
0: We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, our new kittens, Ruby and Ripley, get a treat. We're on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going back all the way to episode number one. While you're on CNJRadio.com, check out these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Talking Rock, with Joey, and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete Larusa and occasionally Joey. Last but not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete Larusa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com slash Band to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.